Hello, welcome to Arcade Couch bonus number two uh, of E3 2021. Today, it's going to be mostly about indies. My name's Don Blunt. Joining me on the couch, Ashley Hobley. Hey Dylan, excited to be here to talk about indies and also not talk about Capcom, which angered everyone apparently. Yeah, well, I didn't, I'm not angered, I'm just... Should E3 have just been an email? That's the question. Well, <laughs> a lot of it, probably, yes. Uh, and Karen Munchen. Somebody really should just, uh, like, for E3, have a Twitter account, right, for like TLDRs? Pretty much. For just for, for most of these showcases at the moment, because... Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are wasting their time at the minute, which is kind of, I think, more harmful to E3 than it is to the actual developers. Yeah, so Capcom this morning had nothing to show. Take-Two did like a um, uh, inclusivity, accessibility panel thing, um, and then everyone in the Twitch chat was just being fucked, so that was the thing. Anyway, uh, Capcom didn't Ooh. really announce much other than, well, they, there was like a thing, but not enough to really be bothered talking about they're like hey we're gonna do a resident evil dlc because you like the game cool thanks uh but yeah so we're gonna go over indies today not over all the directs uh because of course there was like future games show gorilla collective one two um wholesome direct there's another one today there's another one today the official e3 one which was called like future games no something like, like future yeah. indie, indie show. something yeah like so there's been like five or small that i probably don't even know Indie game shows. Um, out of all the ones I've watched, though, and even the ones I've skimmed through, I am currently at a stage where the majority of my favorite games out of E3 this year have been indies. Um, that doesn't c- include stuff like Replace, because that is, you know, I know that was on Xbox, but that's like an indie. Um, I'm not including all the indie games in this. This is solely the indie stuff we haven't talked about. So I haven't included any Devolver stuff here, you know, because Death Store is still one of my favorite uh technically one of my favorite e3 games it's not a new e3 game but it is one of my favorite games that's at e3 so uh we'll be going through solely stuff that hasn't been on the big shows and i've narrowed it down to a short list of my favorite stuff and then um uh if anyone i've been adding stuff you've been adding stuff okay very good so we may spend a minute we may spend less i don't know it just depends how much to say but um all these get all the ones i've added get my seal of approval and then, obviously, Ash's here approval. A lot of the times, uh, Kieran's going to be learning about these games as we go. He's he's the audience. I will. I'm, I'm, Initial reaction. I'm on, this, yeah. I'm on this adventure with you, audience members. Yeah. So, just going to be talking about them, but uh, there's a lot of cool stuff here. So, uh, firstly, I've got two, the two first ones, uh, ones that I played demos for, which will have demos up by the time you're listening to this, because they're going to have Steam demos up, but I just got sent codes for demos early. Uh it's part of Steam Fest, these ones will be. So you're going to have a whole bunch of demos on Steam. There's going to be a whole bunch of uh, demos on Xbox from today as well. Uh, so a bunch of these games you can probably play or, or try out by now, which is cool. So uh, the first one was Rainbow Billy, The Curse of the Leviathan. Um, so this game is really cool. It's really quirky, very colorful. It seems like a Saturday cartoon. Um, it's, it's basically about the power of friendship, and I'm all about it. So... <laughs> <laughs> the, the game starts and you're sort of walking around and I wasn't loving it at the start. I'm like, oh, these characters seem funny. Like the dialogue's pretty cool. But like the for start of the game, you sort of have to just quickly walk around and collect like six fireworks. I'm like, oh, is this the game? Like, what are we doing? Because I didn't watch anything. I just was like, all right, download game. Let's see what this is. Uh, but after that, like this Leviathan, like dragon monster awakens from down under 
the earth uh, and it comes up and it basically sucks away all the color and it sucks away people's, the character's colors as well. So it makes people like depressed basically. Uh, and then you hop on a boat, which call which is named the uh, friend ship. That's the boat boat that you travel around on. So that's a good one. Uh, and then you, amongst that, you're traveling from basically island to island and trying to restore color and gather a crew to be able to destroy uh, or fight the big Leviathan is basically the gist. But the cool thing is like there are puzzles and you walk around or whatever, but then when you go and you find these people who are black and white and you enter like a pseudo RPG battle screen, but it's not actually a battle screen. It's a confrontation, confrontation where you're trying to talk them down or make them feel better. So you have a talk and listen command and you can listen to them and they'll be like, like the first one you meet is saying stuff like, no one really wants to talk to me. Like everyone just wants to make fun of me. No one actually wants to be my friend. Like they've got all that up in the head. So then you can choose responses um, and be like, no, I want to be like a legit, no one likes you and all this sort of stuff. So it's basically like anti-depression in the game, I guess, <laughs> something like that. Like for the power of friendship, you will, you'll save the world. And then between stuff, you can like go fishing, um, you can find items. And then when you go inside the friendship, you can talk to people and then get clues as to, as to what items will uh, help increase your friendship level with them and all this sort of stuff. I was enjoying it. I'm definitely looking forward to the full release of this. I, th I thought it was uh, quite a lot of fun. Um, just for the sake of not having this show go too long, let's just go, does this interest you? Yes, no. And then if we're Ash? Uh, no. Kieran? <laughs> nah, not really. Right. Not my, not my, uh, not a Kieran game. It's, you know, some people might Hashtag. Hashtag. Coin, yeah, yeah, hashtag doesn't yeah, really bring coin, it, yeah, doesn't roll off the tongue. No, it doesn't roll off the tongue quite well. No, no um, and then the other one I've got the only other game I've got a preview up so far for is this game called Tome. Tome, uh, so it's a black on there's a thing for photography games at the moment, it's like Pokemon Snap sort of reignited the whole thing or whatever. Yeah. I don't really know, but of course, these would have no, these would have been, been in development, development and Nintendo, yeah, and, and then yeah, so but anyway, people have Nintendo's like, hey, we're gonna put one out, finally. yeah, photography games are like on the thing but uh so this is like a i don't know like it's a adventure game such puzzle game so you basically it's obviously inspired by pokemon to a degree because you start in this small town and your character's like i'm gonna go on a photography adventure and your grandma or whatever's like oh boy have fun but the the stick is that you have to catch a bus to get to different locations and to catch a bus you have to get tokens or uh, stamps and the only way to get stamps is you have to get given them by citizens and to get them from citizens you have to do stuff to help them and basically everything in the nearly everything in the game involves around taking photos so everything is a puzzle though so some of them are really easy where you'll talk to someone they'll be like i want a photo of these three things so then you simply have to like walk around that level or that area um to find those three things and take the three photographs and deliver it to other times the what the example i gave in my preview someone's like i want an a picture of a small army and i feel like obviously that's not like super like it's pretty obvious what, what it probably means but you still have to find it um and then there's some more obscure ones and then there's like moments where um you get these like glasses and they let you see ghosts and then this ghost is like stolen someone's sock and you do the cup game where you've got to like track what cup the socks under to be able to track it and to give it back to the person like it's a it's a funny little game i really like the art style as well it's black and white um it really i think adds something different to it i appreciate the the art style like all the characters have these very hard black lines or whatever so they sort of stand out a lot more and um i really like animal characters and real life people characters like it's a nice mix who knows what it is it's it's weird it's quirky 
Um, I'm definitely keen to play more of it. I was enjoying it. Doesn't seem like it'd be too long either. Like, you know, it's probably something that's around four to six hours, which I can appreciate. Um, Ash, intrigued? No, yes. No, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> Karen, these photography games aren't no. just aren't. I the I will continue to share the same response as Ashley and say no. That's fine. It's, um, all right. So next game I had um, this. So this. This to me like makes me think of, I guess I'm packing, but slightly different. So it's got a little to the left. Um, so these ones I'll just have descriptions for because and the trailers that we'll talk about. So it's description says little to the left is a cozy puzzle game that has you sort, stack, and organize household items into precise arrangements while you keep an eye out for a mischievous cat with an inclination for chaos. <laughs> chaos. Check out this playful and intuitive puzzler with 40 plus satisfying mess to tidy. So it kind of sounds like unpacking, except for the difference is that it's just like they're solo puzzles. Like you'll get an object on the screen and then you've got to, you know, figure out the, the way to actually solve the puzzle. Like how do you get these items straight? So like if you're watching the video at the moment, you can see it's a bunch of pencils. So you have to line those up and then obviously they just get harder um, as the as the game progresses. I think this ticks like i guess an ocd itch or something i have where i, I could definitely see myself zoning out you know chill lo-fi music that the game has and just um going for it. and you know it's not going to be too long and it's just going to be like sort of a peaceful fun afternoon unless the cat pisses me off and i'm like wow this game's not peaceful at all the cat's like ruining all of my fun so yeah i i'm down for this um anyone else care for this or should i go in the next one i feel like it's it's a good I feel like it'd be better without the cat, right? Well, I just like, don't know how mischievous the mischievous think, cat is, so. I think it's just a one-off, just a... But yeah, that, it definitely has that itch, you know? Has, uh, equivalent to, like, those satisfying videos that you see. Yeah, yeah, those. Yeah. Those? Yeah, it's kind of hoping to catch... Uh, scratch a similar itch. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay. The next one's yours. You added this, right? Actually, you can just take it. Yes, I added a musical story. It's a rhythm-based game set in the 70s, uh, exploring the memories of Gabriel, a young man, trying to come to terms with his situation through his connection with musical memory. It's uh, pretty much a guy in a band back in the 70s. Uh, it's a rhythm game, but there's no uh, timers, I think it was. You just have to listen to the music and kind of gauge from that when the, you're supposed to hit the notes. Um, that sounds hard. It was shown during Gorilla or something, but yeah. Uh, really interesting. It seems like a, almost like a visual novel with rhythm segments in between. So, uh, yeah, interesting art style and interesting story uh, of a guy struggling with addiction and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. That's a really cool art style. Yes, it does. It's a cool art style, but I feel at the same time, one of the big things about rhythm games is actually that they're kind of games for people who don't have many musical talent a lot of the time. Because, so... I feel bad. Like, I don't know. It sounds hard. I know, yeah. yeah. I feel like hopefully there is a demo so you can get a sort of a feel taste it. of it. Like, mm. get get a feel for it and whether it's something you'll be able to play your way through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm down. Um, to be honest, I don't feel like there's... I, I, don't, I haven't seen all the ones you've added yet, but I'd be surprised if... I, I was just trying not to include all the indie games, but yeah, I'd be surprised if there's something I don't yeah. like. Um, so next one I added was A Walk of Yaya. I think is how you say it. Aya, Aya. It's like... Um, I can't remember which show this is in. I think this was Wholesome Director uh, Day of the Devs. I can't actually remember. I don't remember. But uh, the description is a walk of Yaya is a light adventure game visual novel about taking a Greek grandmother on a walk after she's lost her confidence from having a scary fall. Connect for engaging conversations, explore a relaxing environment, and complete micro quests 
uh, in this thoughtful, bite-sized adventure. I think the reason I gravitate so much towards this is because whatever show it was in, it had like a really adorable introduction where the developer was on screen with his grandma. Because the game's obviously based on his life, like a, a true thing that happened with his grandma. And they, he introduces it and says what it's about. And then his, his little grandma's there. And he's like, what do you think of the ga- game trailer, grandma? And she's like, it's really good. And I was like, oh, this is kind of just an adorable way to intro this game. And it just seems like a sort of wholesome. I mean, it's probably why it was from the wholesome joke. But um, yeah, it just seems like. I a, think it was a Gorilla Corrective too. Was it? So, okay. Uh, there you go. Based on the banner on top of the Steam page. So Got him. Um, but yeah, it just seems like it, it, obviously it's not going to be a super long thing. It's just this bite-sized uh, adventure. But I love games like this where you can tell it's just. Like, because you don't actually get them most often. You you get stuff like this in movies and other art forms or whatever, but you not often like see a game where it's like, well, this is just based on a very human story about you know someone dealing with their their grandmother being scared to walk after having a terrible fall. I'm I'm, I'm down. So I'm art style seems cool. So yeah, anyone else care for this or no? Why do you no, hate? Grandmas? I appreciate it. I'm sure it's going to be a cool. Ex- <laughs> yes, I hate grandmas. So yeah, I'm not playing this. Oof. Okay. <laughs> Uh, next one is... I'm sure that won't ever come up again. Well, maybe. Next one is Battle Cakes. Indulge in delicious delicious adventure as you choose to battle or befriend your enemies to save the day your way. Personalize your cupcake hero and meet charming friends along the way. Leave the world better off than you found it in this turn-based RPG. So, yeah, it's a cupcake battle uh, RPG, like turn-based JRPG uh, it has really colorful, adorable art style. You're battling little cutie monsters. I feel like this has to be a hashtag cutie certified. And if it's not, then sure you missed this trailer because how could this not be hashtag cutie certified? Just this reminds me of playing like um, Costume Quest or something where I'm like, wow, it's just like a fun, cute RPG. And like when you're used to RPGs, always mostly being like super serious and like dark and stuff. And this one's like, you're like little cupcakes with weapons. And yeah, I'm, I'm all about this shit. So anyone else care for this? Uh, I was looking uh, through. For some reason, I got like hella like nostalgia for like old like flash games like this that you would randomly find with just you know, but not look as good. Cute art style. It doesn't look as good. No, but it's very much the same. Like, well, you're you're cakes, and it's on an uh, you're on an adventure. It's like yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like if it was something to put in front of me, I'd enjoy playing it, but not something I'd go out and get of my own accord. Well, wait until they add it to Game Pass. So. D- exactly. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks cute, you know. Uh, cool, cool designs. That I think that's the key thing, mm. you know. Yes. Uh, Everything ne- else is kind of background. Bear and Breakfast is the next one. I just thought this concept was quite funny. So, Bear and Breakfast is a laid-back management adventure game where you build and run a run a bed and breakfast, but you're a bear. Like I just love, I, I love the just like setup and the description or, or anything like that. I don't even know if I would spend like hours upon hours upon hours playing this, but it's something where if I could play it now, I could definitely see myself putting at least a few hours into it and be like, well, that was funny for a while, and then I'm like, I'm kind of over it now. But um, I just I love the setup. I love the concept. I think uh, it has a lot of UI problems. Watching the trial, I'm like, that needs to be tightened up or whatever. But the the, the character designs and everything just seems fun and charming, so I'm hoping it can come together because it's just a funny concept, I guess. Um, next one is Bird Problems. So this is probably one of the funniest trailers Oof. I had. This tickled my funny bone, and I actually sent it to Shree after I watched it, and she didn't find it as funny as I was, and I was like, okay, well. Never mind. What? Yeah, it's I know. crazy. Yeah, I was like, this is the point. So uh, the trailer, 
Hold on, I should, where's the description? I should get it there. What's the actual description? Uh, Bird Problems, a sitcom narrative game about an awkward and anxious canary trying to make friends and drink cold drinks. So the trailer plays out like a, it's got a, what do you call it? Canned laughter? Yeah. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's, it's like, like it's like a, a sitcom, you know? Yeah. An actual, like, two camera sitcom. Yeah. Like, it's this. Laugh track, yeah. It's like when the, the penguin says stuff here and then like they have a laugh track in the background and the bird falls over after saying it, it feels faint and then there's a, la- uh, a laugh track inserted in the trailer here and yeah. yeah then the penguin's like third time this week insert laugh track here uh, yeah and then it has like this whole like Friends intro opening where there's no uh, I think people have called out like Seinfeld Seinfeld yes thought. sorry yeah Seinfeld like intro or, or any sitcom from the, like, the yeah yeah. 80s or earlier yeah like all the birds have names here Lola Van Dove and all this sort of stuff yeah it's it's obviously just a narrative little fun quirky game. Uh, I doubt it will be very long or like not much to it or whatever, but I'm, I'm totally in for it. I, I just think it, I think this was really funny trailer. You, you know, one of those things where it's like, obviously it's for a certain audience and it's going to either tickle your funny bone or not. This tickled my funny bone. You know, so. I saw you wishlisted this actually. I must've. Yeah. I wish listed this one. So yeah. yeah. Also got my, Funny bonus, I'll say. That's how I could tell which games you liked. Like, I don't the, said the even when I was flicking through that, that was it, it was like I got like a chortle like a <laughs> out of me. But <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. It'll be like a couple. I mean, it, it's like um, uh, Australians Frog Detective, where each of those games is like an hour or two, and there's not much to them, but they're just weird, quirky, fun little adventures made by like one or two people. So um, I, I appreciate it. So. Ash, you added the next one. I added Dodgeball Academia. So it's a dodgeball sports RPG game, uh, which you play a rookie dodgeball student at a new school. Uh, it's, it's just runs. It's an RPG, but with dodgeball sections in between. Dodgeball's cool Obviously now. Dodgeball, so. very, dodgeball is cool now, so why not <laughs> jump on the dodgeball train? Uh, yeah, this just evokes, like, I can't even remember what games, like, sports RPGs me- that I played. For memory. me, it's like it's like a it evokes anime for me because yeah. of very heavy kind of anime. <laughs> but it, it's um it's the same kind of style as Scott Pilgrim. It is similar, like yeah, it's a little that bit. Kind not of, exactly, style, yeah. but that kind of um like where the, the comic book thing comes up when they do the special attacks in the Scott Pilgrim game. Yes. That's what this game does. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm down yeah. for this as well. And I nearly made. Yeah, I think this is cool. As soon as I saw this, I was like, "Wow, it's crazy for them to knock this game out in like a month since the release of, um, <laughs> of <laughs> Knockout City." Knock yeah. yeah, so damn, work fast. Yeah. Uh, you added this next. No, next one that is no, I did right. right I, got lost, I got lost for a second. What is? Yeah, what is that? Nope. I was about to say. Nope, that's the wrong description. I All right, I'll come back to it because you've added the wrong description. So, Garden Story is the next one I added. You can fix that one. Uh, unify a broken <laughs> community as a newly appointed guardian of the grove. Traverse a vibrant island to combat invasive rot. Inspire its inhabitants and rebuild your home. You won't have to do this alone. Fruity friends await, ready to lend a hand. So, we've kind of talked about this one before because it was in something and i don't remember exactly what that something was but it does have uh i i guess feel like it was a switch direct yeah i think it was something like that but yeah it has um uh like earthbound vibes i guess that sort of thing combined Mm. with a um uh, any of your sort of farming simulator type things like that's that's 
I don't know if there's much farming. No, but like, there's you have to gather mm-hmm. some stuff, and then there's all the other elements other than the farming. Yeah, well, th- like <laughs> you you're to, like, gathering some stuff, but it's not like actually farming. You just have to like gather it or whatever. But yeah, it, it reminds me more of like an Earthbound or uh, something like that, combined yeah. with like Zelda-like elements, obviously. So, um, really cool art style, great character designs, and all that sort of sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, it's really really cute game. I think it looks good. Looked good the first time we saw it. Keen to play more. Anyone else? You care? play as a grape. Yeah, what's not the love? You know, that is just grape. There you go. No, Leave it at that. I'm, I'm in for that. <laughs> did you fix this one? You did, right? Yes, I fixed it. Go back to uh, it. Yeah. Fixing stuff. <laughs> so, end link. So, this was shown during, I think it was Gorilla. It is because this uh, trailer is Gorilla Collective. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you play as a one of the last ever fox mothers uh, who has to look after her cubs, uh, but Ooh. one of the cubs gets kidnapped. Uh, mm. So you now you have to venture out and try and save. It's a very your dark cub. trailer. <laughs> it is, yeah. You have to go try and save your cubs, and you got to do that while also looking after the rest of your litter at the same time. Try and get through the human world without being spotted and all this kind of stuff. Are very cute. Evokes. There is definitely a game that I remember. Uh, a very similar like animal family game. Uh, not with foxes. It might have been like some other small. Animal, which you're trying to get to the end of game with the entire litter. Abe's uh, Odyssey. It was very difficult. Abe's no. Odyssey. <laughs> I was going to say Pikmin. But yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, this looks really interesting. Um, yeah, and I'm sure it will give you a lot of anxiety trying to keep those <laughs> cubs alive. Uh, you know, every time one of them gets snatched up or something, you know, restart the save. Uh, yeah for, exactly yeah <laughs> i'm not can't handle them and it's, it's very like, cute yeah. yeah i don't feel like my heart could handle this game this is not a no this is not a oh god i'd be too worried there'd be too much anxiety it is very especially like even it's the moment in the trailer where she walks up she stops and then the two of her little pops walks up behind her i always just see like where, where's where's the third one why isn't the third one there anymore? And it slowly pans to the third one, like running to catch up. I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. that's that's there's you, a, there's a, see, that's just me watching a trailer." There's a lot more in this than I was expecting when you start the trailer because there's like that part which you just saw in the video if you're watching the video, but where it's you help one of the cups climb a tree. Pups, sorry, cups. You help one of the pups climb a tree, and it says new skill required climbing trees. So obviously, as you progress, they're also adding this element of. Uh, helping teach them how to survive better and stuff like that so i think that's a lot more interesting than what the game looked like when it started and i was like oh yeah it's just like a nice art style side scrolling you know that sort of game but it has enough in here that looks different enough and it's not all full like 2d 2.5d environments there's points where it's like um they're doing that whole sort of 3d environment but you're 2d running along i don't there's it definitely looks very very cool Um, i'm keen to play i think the get my heart broken i guess so the game I'm thinking of that it's like is Shelter. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Where you have you've got a, a couple of little badges. Yeah. Yeah. It evokes that kind of game, like, but foxes. <laughs> yes. Um, so it'll break your heart more, I think. So it seems. <laughs> well, it looks like it will. Uh, so then I, I've added Ho. I think is how you say it. So the description is Ho. I hope so. Not H O E H O E. Hoa, I guess, yeah. Hoa. Let's go with that. Hoa yeah. is a beautiful puzzle platforming game that features breathtaking, ha- breathtaking hand-painted art, lovely music, and peaceful, relaxing atmosphere. Um, yeah, so it is a, it's just a straight-up platformer, but it does have very pretty 
um, art style. They, they've been this game's been worked on for a while. I've, I've seen this before. Maybe it was Gorilla or something because I know it's been it's been a while. It's finally coming out very soon though. But yeah, it just like there's a lot of small effects and stuff in this that I you may not appreciate at first when like this most recent trailer starts where it's like oh yeah this looks all right I guess. But then they get to this part that's on the video now where they're in the spider web and there's like all these little particle effects and it's just all breaking away and it's all very pretty and. Um, whatever else and there's another trailer that's quite good so but it's finally coming out august 21st so if you've seen that one in past maybe it was last year's gorilla or something else where i've seen it and something else but um it looks good i'm definitely down for it i know that's one this is one of those games that you know those indie games that have been being worked on for a while and there's that or it's already grabbed that like core audience that's been every time a trailer drops you'll see in the comments like when's it coming out finally yeah. like they've gathered that audience so um it's, it's one of those mm. ones uh so next one was lake I've obviously talked about Lake before, but I felt like talking about it again. So it's got like a hour long playthrough or do. demo playthrough. I put yeah. explosionnetwork.com, which was getting a bunch mm-hmm. of youtube.com slash explosion. The views yeah, on like, that were shooting yeah. up a little bit after it was shown during E3. So because I 789 in yeah. the last 48 hours. Yeah. Cause I think I was one of the only people or, or one of a couple that had played the, the demo and uploaded it. So, um, yeah, I have a preview up for this previously when it was at the Ludonaricon thing. I think that's where it was from probably um but yeah got a trailer during the gorilla collective and that's good and it's had a lot more eyes on it like greg miller's been tweeting a lot about this one so that's obviously good helps um if you get a big person like him tweeting about the game being excited about that's really cool but the description is it's 1986 meredith weiss takes a break from her career in a big seat to deliver mail in her hometown how will she experience two weeks in beautiful providence oaks with its iconic lake and quirky community and what will she do next it's up to you so yeah i've explained it before the gameplay is basically um she returns home because her parents are like we want to take a holiday can you like run the business because they do the mail in the small town and she's like yeah i'll do that so you are just delivering packages each day and that if, if that sounds like it's going to bore you then it probably will but there is more to it than that so you'll deliver packages and meredith is bumping into uh ex-friends people that she used to know people who used to be friends like pa- uh, parents of people who should like there's a lot of you learning backstory about her from when she used to live there as a child you then get to make decisions and it's very much to me from the original time i played it it very much seems like by the end of the, the time with this game you'll have to make a decision where your meredith is like i'm going back to the big city to do my big city job or she's like actually i really like it here i kind of want to move back to the small town vibe because i was enjoying it and you're driving around listening to chill music on the radio in the car and you know all that sort of stuff it's I, i'm very keen for this one I've, I've obviously been keen for this one but yeah um anyone else thoughts on i'm 100 percent for this game this game looks awesome like this game I don't know why I almost feel very life is strange with this game, but without the, you know, team angst and the supernatural abilities and stuff, but just like the moment to moment gameplay of life is strange where you're just talking to people and just getting to know the world around you. That's literally it. Um, <laughs> just, yeah. That, and then I, I love the shit out of that in game. So um, yeah, I'm very excited yeah. for that. I think I talked last time about how I drove up to deliver a package to a house and I stopped and got the package out of the back of the car and then i walked up the couple of houses and then stopped and there was like nine cats in the front yard and i'm like wow crazy cat lady and then i knocked on the front door and one of the the, the options i could choose to have the character say i was like wow you got a lot of cats and i picked that and then the old lady got <laughs> shitty with me i was like it's so funny when what you're thinking plays into an option <laughs> yeah. the character can say so yeah it's fun fun things uh yeah the next one ash next one i added lakeburg legacies uh so this is a social it's a village management game but the way you get your resources is you match make people in your village together so they have children so they can you can unlock Oh, this is like, your favorite genre. 
Like yeah. uh, Sims, where you make people fuck. Is your it's, song. it's Crusader Kings without the fighting. Yeah, I was about to say it's Crusader Kings. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, so it's this weird matchmaking game uh, that is also a village builder. Uh, it, yeah, it, it, the trailer gave people like Bridgerton vibes because obviously it's kind of, oh, yeah. or I guess kind of Emma kind of vibes because it's kind of like, you know, medieval kind of-esque time uh, and that kind of stuff. But yeah, this looks interesting and like a kind of different way to tackle that, uh, uh, you know, village build up a town kind of game you know it doesn't look as so serious as these games usually are I no guess. it looks like it no, could definitely. be a bit more relaxed yeah you know as long as you don't care about the if your people lo- actually love each other and they cry or something yeah it looks it's supposed <laughs> to be funny obviously yeah. it has like a quirky yeah. Humor to it, so. <laughs> yeah cool um then i added letters uh so it says letters is a fun puzzle game about friendship growing up and finding your place in life follow sarah shy girl from switzerland by moving through her pen pal letters and chat messages, use the power of words to solve riddles, interact with her friends, and decide who she will grow up to be. Uh, description makes it sound very confusing, much more confusing than what it is. If you actually watch the trailer and the gameplay, it's it's you're you're literally playing a character moving along these postcards and messages and and stuff like that. And I don't really fully understand the puzzles, like there's parts where you see this little character grab letters and move them to different positions and chuck them at things. Like it's they're all puzzles, obviously, to degrees, but it sounds like there's different choices you could make to some of the puzzles, like that obviously affect the outcome of the game and the type of person this character ends up being. But yeah, the the the, the way the character interacts with the the letters and the postcards and the MSN screen or whatever the hell it is on time on screen, like there's lots of animation and really cool effects happening on screen i, ju- I just think it it looks really cool and um and interesting a different very different type of type of game i don't know if it's going to go really dark by the end or what the <laughs> what the go is but yeah uh, these games always go really dark right like there's there's often they have a dark tone. probably yes uh interest anyone else or yeah no i think it looks cool i uh, i was i'm uh, i really enjoyed well speaking of the dark version of these games but like emily is away and stuff yeah, yeah. like that so um, to have these games be a further evolution of that, to have a little bit more than just the social interactions, like to be able to mess around and make changes to stuff. Um, I think it's a good good continuation of this kind of style of game. Yeah, I did the next one, Ash. Yeah, looks interesting. My next one, Next Space Rebels. So it's kind of like Kerbal uh, Space Program, yep. except in with humans, but it's also a YouTube-esque yep. like community <laughs> yep. kind of game. So you're like building up from a rookie rocket maker to trying to become like a big star on YouTube or whatever, uh, making rockets and becoming kind of a space engineer kind of thing. And it looks like there's like actually interactions with other people on the platform and that kind of stuff. So I think it's like a weird combination of all these different things somehow put all into the one video game. Also got like FMV video segments uh, and all oh kinds God. of stuff. So yeah, it's like, it's weird. It, it is a lot. The like, cool kind of weird. It is a lot. That is for sure. <laughs> um, so that's from the PC gaming show. Is what that one yes. Uh, next one I added was Recolite. That's how I've been saying it. I don't actually know if that's Recolite. Probably makes more sense because it's about light, maybe. Uh, but description is Recolite is a pixel art mystery adventure game where you explore a strange town by following the trails of light. How about the mysterious residents of the town by using items illuminated by the light to progress through the story? So yeah, it looks like a puzzle, I guess, adventure, narrative game. You're like in a spacesuit traveling through this town. 
the characters are like, man, this shit's like, there's some weird stuff happening here and you're traveling along and it almost has like limbo vibes or I guess that sort of thing, but with a different sort of art. So I don't know. It seems dark to me, even though it seems like it's maybe a lot more lighthearted or whatever, but yeah, it's, it's obviously a puzzle adventure game. I like the art style and everything about it and unique enough concept. So yeah, I'm keen. Looks weird. Also, the little shadowy people remind me of like Ghibli stuff weirdly for some reason, but um, so that's Rakodo Light. Then we have Serial Cleaners. So uh, this one's been around a while, so you may have seen or heard of this one before. It but has. Serial Cleaners is a single-player stealth action crime story in which you alternate between playing for four eccentric mob cleaners taking on the bloodiest jobs uh, the care to the carefree the carefree nineteen nineties had to offer. If you remember the nineties differently, the dirty work is the reason why. So yeah, this has been around for a little while. Um, I think it's. I was gonna say, isn't this already out? There or? was like a smaller version or whatever, like a different one. Right. Okay. I don't remember if it was just a smaller version of the game, and like this is a, um, or maybe it came out in something else. Uh, but well, it was serial cleaner. Was, yeah, the, I think this is the sequel. This is the sequel. Yeah. I can't remember if the first yes, game was right, a full-fledged okay. one or it was like a mini, like prequel thing. The so first thing was a full-fledged one, but it was the style of it was more Hotline Miami, if I remember rightly. Yeah. Like it was more. Um, like two D art style in many because yeah. like yeah. I I remember yeah, that, and I think I've got it, and I've I've never I've never got around. I swear to you've it, played it. I never got around to play it. I played a demo. I never actually got around to playing the full right, release. Okay. But I've been keen for this one because I remember when they showed the trial. I was like, oh, so it's just a bigger version of the first game. So that's what I've always taken it as. So I'm just like, I guess I'll wait. But yeah, like you're literally like it's a stealth game in which you're sneaking around trying not to get seen by people while literally like whipping out a vacuum to clean up blood and take away bodies that other people have killed. So I just find the concept funny, you know, like you're, the, yeah. the, the, just, the, um, the video game you usually play has happened before you get there and now you're coming <laughs> in to like try and yeah, you're the yeah. cleaner. This is post-Hotline Miami. Basically. But at the same yeah. time, I bet this game will get people around the world asking for the stealth vacuum cleaner tech that's used in this game. Yeah. Um, ultra quiet. Because... Yes, the ultra quiet one, because I feel like a lot of people yeah. could use that in their lives. Um, that's quite funny. Um, I'm going to skip ahead one, because this... Can you... That Shingo trailer is incorrect for some reason, Ash, so okay. if you can fix that, I'll do Soup Pot. So, uh, Soup Pot, I did this one. Cook freely with Soup Pot. Make food with a wide variety of locally sourced or supermarket ingredients in traditional kitchens. Discover and learn more about 100 recipes while streaming your cooking on cookbook the in-game social media platform so this one actually showed up at a couple different um indie shows and stuff throughout the show and i'm not like i'm not one to fall in love with cooking games but this one just looks i think it's because they're taking it i guess it's serious without being too ultra simmy it feels like something it feels like the kind of game that you could play and it's sort of chill but it also could teach you stuff or like introduce you to food that maybe you haven't had. And you're like, oh, maybe I want to make that myself. But it sounds like you could actually just do that because the recipes are real or whatever. And there's like a hundred different uh, recipes in the game and stuff like that. So um, yeah, I, I'm keen to at least try it out. I don't know if that's something I'd sink a lot of time into, but I, I just think it looks pretty, pretty, pretty cool. I like food. You know what I'm saying? Uh, did you fix that one? Mm. Oh, cool. So, Shishingo. Uh, this was actually the first game I, I that when I saw the trailer for, I was like, I need that. And I ran straight to Steam to, to wishlist it in case I forgot what it was. Because I'm like, this looks, I'm like, this just looks so 
like exactly maybe this will help overcome my lifelong problem of never being able to learn another language because it's always too hard. Uh, so Shishingo is an entertainment game that teaches you Japanese through virtual photography. With your trusty camera, take photographs of the fictional streets of Japan to capture new words and images as they fully translate flashcards. So yeah, you're playing in the trailer. They have things where it's like, um, it'll come up with like the word coffee or whatever. And then you'll hear someone say coffee in Japanese and it'll be like, take a picture of that. And you got to look around the street to find the, the coffee or whatever. Or there's other points where you can just straight up take pictures of stuff and the game will be like, well, that's this. Like you can like take the picture. And it's like, well, that's how you say that in this word. Like this just seems like a cool idea for a, as they call it, a edutainment game because it, it it's got nice enough art style you could chill out take pictures maybe learn something at the same time i think it's a cool idea i think that the more people try and make uh learning and games but not make it boring I, i'm never going to complain about that as a as an option because i would love to learn japanese but it's just <laughs> you know it's hard <laughs> If this game is like just this music the entire time, I could vibe out to that. Just it's, like even just the music yeah, is very pretty uh, chill. So, I've got a couple of on Steam that I brought. I've never, I've actually got around trying. I've brought a few like learn Japanese like <laughs> games. Like, what if this will help me? But yeah, no. so that's Shishingo. Uh, next one, you added us. I added Tales of Iron. It's a, a story of a young uh, mouse prince. Uh, whose kingdom has been taken over by a merciless frog clan. Uh, frog clan. <laughs> uh, so he has to decide to fight his way back to uh, claim the throne and you know take back his kingdom. Uh, kind of evocative of a lot of those mouse tales like Mouse Guard and Red Wall and um, whatever one that Disney cancelled last year. <laughs> yeah, that movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a side-scrolling but also like action-adventure like they're saying souls like but uh i don't know exactly how that's going to work but yeah apparently it's going to be a bit difficult so we'll see how far i get into it <laughs> I, i've seen this before but the trailer they played during e3 at wherever it was coming pc game show i think um it's the voice of Geralt that was doing the narration that, that, yeah. that actor. oh really remember. that's cool as shit hey that's really cool. Yeah, because it was oh, it was future game show because Troy Baker introduced it and he goes, "This next trailer, I reckon all you video game fans will recognize who's doing the narration." And then it started. And I'm like, "Oh, it's Geralt." So there you go. No, apparently, yeah. yeah, the entire game will be narrated by him. So, oh really? I thought that's it was awesome. just a trailer. No, that's no, that. that's what oh, it says in the description. Immerse yourself in the compelling part. story narrated by the deep raspy dog cockle voice of Geralt of Riviera. There you go. So, winds howling. Uh, after that Almost trailer like played, by the way, in the future game show, it cut back and Troy Baker was trying to do his impression of Geralt, and I gotta say, it wasn't very good to be honest. So, wasn't no, good. No. No. Stick to your day job, Troy Baker. Laura, Laura, yeah. Laura, Laura Bailey laughed, but I think she was just doing a like. She was being she was nice. Being yeah. Um, what's the next one, Ash? The Wandering Village. So this is a uh, uh, village builder, but you're on top of a creature yep <laughs> so you're building a town on the back of like a giant creature that's walking the world so yeah it's a cool art style uh cool design looks interesting yeah you sold me <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> um yeah it looks very cool 
crazy. It kind of, um, who used to make all these games? Uh, let's see, I can't remember, but it disappeared. But yeah. I don't know. Um, unpacking, I've gotten here. I know we've talked about it a lot, but it was at E3, and I thought I'll just mention it again. So, unpacking, uh, it's been getting talked about a lot more because I guess this is the first time maybe that it's shown up on a bigger outside stage of outside yeah. of Australia or something like that. But of course, in case you somehow don't know, Unpacking is this Australian game. So, you know, it's, we've played at PAX before and played the demo earlier this year and stuff like that. But it's a game in which you kind of follow this one character's life throughout different periods where they move to like school, their first house, and presumably later, like when they move in with their partner and whatever else. But you can, um, you basically have to unpack boxes and um, there is like a puzzle element of you can't just put everything in one room and be like, cool, that's how I want it. Like, but you, you have freedom of choice to just dump stuff. it on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. You, you need to put stuff somewhere that makes sense, but there is a little bit of freedom. Uh, I, I said in the, that last preview, I wrote that the thing they, they added that had me a lot more intrigued is they, they've added instead of it just being random rooms you got to put together, which is how it was at PAX the first time we saw it. They then had this, they've now got this one character. So it actually feels like you're, you're learning about a character as you unpack their belongings and kind of learning about them and the life choices they've made between the years past by simply unpacking their objects and, and seeing what's come along. Like, cause it got access to the two levels and it's like they brought the same sort of items along, but then you see some stuff disappear. Like, Oh, they're not interested in this anymore. That sort of stuff. It's kind of uh, like peeking through someone's life that way, which I think is a, a little bit interesting. And it's got that Zen vibe to it. Cause you're just trying to fit stuff perfectly together or whatever. Um, so then we've got, I feel like a game's disappeared that I put in here somewhere. Um, I swear one has. Don't think so. Really? You, you keep going, I'll see if it was. It was called, um, fuck, I can't remember the name of it. It's called, uh, no, uh, Harold, Harold, uh, Harold Hubart, Harold Hubart, it's Harold something. How it's something. I'm saying this solely because the game we're about to talk about is a uh, is the stop motion one, but there was another stop motion one, and it's called Harold something. So if you type Harold something and stop into Google and find it, well, I talk about this one. But there's two of these sorts of games. Uh, so Vocabulantis, which I kind of hate the title to be honest, but uh, is a puzzle platformer. You can play co-op or single player and is targeted at multiple platforms. That's kind of a shitty description, to be honest. But uh, so this was on um, the... Where was this again? I forgot, Ash. It was, the, was this Day of the Devs or was this... I Tri- think Be- it was Day of the Devs. Day of the Devs, yeah. Uh, Harold Halibut. Harold Halibut yes. is the game. Yes, please add that because yeah. I swear I had it on there. I don't know how it's disappeared. Um, and I'll be real sad if I don't get to talk about it. So, but this one... Uh, so this is stop motion animated. It has a really cool process behind it. And it's, as I said, it's like this co-op thing that you can play alone or other people and there's puzzles to it. And there's this whole weird story about, you know, you're the only two people and no one can actually talk to one another or well, the characters can't, but there's like a robot running around talking to you, sort of bossing you around. And there's a funny part in the, in the trailer here at some point where they fall like a thousand feet and they don't die and the robot's like, oh, that'll be fine. Like there's a quirky sort of dark humor to this. I don't fully understand or grasp what the story was but it definitely stood out straight away in that day of the devs because i was like wow they they showed this thing where they're literally you know creating these models to do this stop motion animation which they're then translating into the game and it's like wow that's that's crazy this looks really um cool so i'm i'm definitely keen to this um ash did you have 
thoughts on this one? Yeah, incredible, like, how they pulled it off. Whether it was just showing, hey, this is how we can do the models where we do each individual frame. We take a photo with four different sets of lighting uh, so we can... So the lighting changes when they're walking through um, things, like uh, <laughs> through locations. Yeah, the they, they, yeah they, they, they take they, away. They don't have to do a completely new model. Yeah. They're not doing the lighting in-game. They're actually doing it on the model. Yes. Which is freaking crazy. Just stop motion in general is crazy. If for a, no- a normal movie or a short, but to do it for a video game where you don't have control of the character at all points... Uh, is kind of mental. So if, uh, if they manage to pull it off, that'll be crazy. Uh, looking at their Indiegogo, they're currently listing it as coming out in 2024. So uh, that makes sense. It's a lot longer. <laughs> now, depending on the length of the game. So yeah. I saw that one. We saw that one and we talked about it off podcast. And was like, wow, this stop motion thing is real crazy. That's this look, This game looks so good. Can't wait to see more of it. And then it was like later that day where I saw this Harold Hellbutt <laughs> thing. And this is... I think this is a game where it's coming out soon. I had somehow never seen this and was one of those ones where I was just blown away and it's automatically sort of jumped to my top of my list of stuff that I'm really excited to play. So this is a novice stop motion animation game. It has the models and the art style and the way they've gone about it looks different enough that I don't think it's the same as um, the, what the fuck? I can never remember the name, Vocabulantis. I hope they changed the name. I don't like it. Uh, but the scripture for no. this one is, Harold Halbert is a handmade narrative game about friendship and life on a city-sized spaceship submerged in an alien ocean. So, yeah, you play as this Harold character and you're, you've got this ship of people. As they are. Yeah, as, as well. Um, so, and you get to walk yeah, around this whole time. thing. But this is also a thing where they've... Uh, so not just the character models that they've stop motion animated and brought into brought into the game, but the entire spacecraft itself, like the sets, they're also handmade and then brought into the game. And they show that in one of the behind the scene uh, videos. Obviously, they're using digital effects and um, they're using stop motion, like people in greens. Uh, no, um, motion capture. Sorry, they're using people in motion capture suits to sort of. Uh, to do the faces so that people they're talking looks really good and stuff like that but they're doing it's just combining all these different uh art styles like when you think about it stop motion such an old way of doing storytelling or animation and stuff like that and then you're combining that with more like top end stuff which is motion capture and you combine them and i think it just looks so good i love the the way everything in this game looks it looks stunning uh I, the story and concept looks really good i yeah i i I think this is currently, I don't know. Like, I don't want to lock anything in yet because we may probably discuss the 5K catch, but this is also probably a game that's, yeah, it's definitely in my top five E3 things at the moment. I've I've watched this trailer a couple of times now, and every time I'm like, I just want to play this now. This just looks so good, so different to everything wow. else I've seen. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. How do you how do you feel? I don't know. Like, I mean, it looks interesting and that kind of stuff, but uh, to say... <laughs> Like, know, look at video saying, people. Video people. Look at this part. Look at them. Look at them making this set. Look at them making these. Look at them making these characters and stuff. Oh, <laughs> fuck. So you good. see, for me, this goes thing like this. Like I don't know. It gives me the warm fuzzies of. I don't know if it was really a thing in Australia, but I very much watched a lot of like. Well, oh and yeah, Wilson Gromit like as a kid. Yeah, and all those Gromit. Yeah, yeah, yeah as yeah. a kid, and I I just didn't know how big, but um. So this very much gives you those vibes and gives me that kind of nostalgic feeling for that. So, so would you? Um, you like it or? 
Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I like it. I think it's. I think it looks great. Um, I believe it's definitely out of the two. I think this one. This one for me, I think, has a lot more personality. Well, this one's out soon, so there's a lot sense. more completed. Than yes, the other one. there's a lot more completed to it. So I think that's why I find mm. this one a lot more compelling than the uh, the first one. Look at this little segment. They're in a submarine and shit. I don't like this. Just looks especially like you looks know so having good. these kind of stop motion. But having it in an outlandish setting or a very fantastical setting is very interesting considering a lot of stop motion settings are very kind of based in reality and kind of fairly easy to make. So for them to go even further and put them in these kind of over-the-top environments in many ways, I think it kind of pushes that bar even further. Yeah. Um, the game, so I was watching the, the trailers from Games Radar and their description says it re- reminiscent of a Wes Anderson movie, which totally from like character story to design and everything. Like you could say this is like a Wes Anderson made animation. Um, seems like something he would, would do to a degree. So I, I get that, that comparison. Um, and also there's someone in the comments here who's like, this isn't stop motion animation. It's like, well, yeah, no, none of these stop motion video games are actually straight up stop actually motion. Stop Cause motion. it's a fucking video because- game. You've got to control the character. Like that's not, <laughs> of course it's not stop motion. I, I like, come on, come on. It's <laughs> Okay. Just in case, guys, all right, you're doing the mocap for this, right? So just in case, um, like we're doing the character movement, some idiot for some reason is going to spin on the spot and then run over in this direction. So let's record that just in case. Yeah. It's um, For people that don't... Yeah, no, that yeah, if you're listening to this and don't really understand how they're doing it, the, both these games are capturing motions, like of the characters moving in stop motion, like both of these stop motion ones, and then they're doing various digital t- techniques to, of course, make it so that you playing the game can transition between those, but they're capturing them to get authentic stop motion feel. Um, and that other game's doing that with four different types of lighting. So the different environments of the game, you still have that authentic feel. It's just. So instead of a developer going in and making a walk animation where they program the characters. Yeah, trying to fake a cl- uh, stop motion style. It's like they've just done it. They do it in, they do it in the stop motion area arena whatever you want to call it um but yeah it's um it's really cool it's really really cool uh next game is we are ofk from indie pop band ofk we are ofk is the story of how four friends came together to release their debut music without throwing their phones at walls in frustration a making of the band series an interactive ep about dreaming dating and paying rent in los angeles so this is a a big collective process that just has a lot going on and it seems like too much at some (laughs) stages but yeah it has a really great art style it's obviously a narrative driven story game but just watching the trailer it just feels like you're watching like you know remember so watching the trailer for the first time i just was like okay where can i watch this anime you know like you're just like Mm -hmm. i i'm into this i'm into the directions it's heading i like everything about it it just looks like a freaking music anime to a degree or something like that or vibes of one uh, and the song that plays in it, you can listen to on Spotify. Like it's a legit song. Oh, is yeah. it really? Because I was just vibing the fuck out. Yeah, of it's that on. Song, if you search so. for the band OFK, it's on Spotify. The one song. I don't know if they're doing more songs when the game comes out, and like there's a full album that will come in the game. But that's what I'm saying. I can't this, imagine why they wouldn't be. Yeah, I think this is like a full. That's a, it's like a full fake band project or whatever you want to call it. So, um, yeah, this it's gorillas. Yeah, but yeah, I guess it's gorillas for video games. <laughs> but, video games so. but depressing teens. Yeah, but <laughs> it explains so much. Yeah, this this looks really really good. Uh, one of the comments in YouTube here. Damn, I didn't know gorillas made games. 
So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, this is really, really good. The, the song's like legit catchy. The characters look really good. It's like, do you like music? Do you like teen ang- angst? <laughs> you know, like who doesn't yeah. like teen? So angst, okay? check out We Are Okay. <laughs> like, there's the there's the thing. I saw you wishlisted this one as well, Ash. So yeah, I'm keen for this one. This is cool. Art style's dope. So. It certainly is. I also saw the picture of the developer, um, Jen. Um, Pop Agenda Games, Jen posted a picture saying, uh, like, talking to the developer. I'm like, oh, maybe can help them. Oh, that'd be help good. Them push that game. Yeah. Help get them out the door. Hopefully, it means it's coming soon yeah. or something. Maybe. I don't know. Because uh, it doesn't have a release date <laughs> currently. Uh, and the last Except game. Spring 2021. Sorry? Says spring twenty twenty one on the Steam. Uh, I, I don't know what that means in English. You know, that's gone. It means yeah. autumn. So in the like the next five six months. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. And the last game I had here was Jokai Inn. Description is you are forced to take shelter in an abandoned inn, and the place springs to life with otherworldly yeah, patrons go. as soon as the sun sets. Yokai Inn is a slice of slice of life sim game inspired by titles such as Harvest Moon and Animal Crossing that is currently in the early stages of development. Um, so this is like spirited away the game. Um, I was going to say it's hella Ghibli. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's super Ghibli. It is legit Ghibli, like spirited away the game, and but not not to the degree that you could be like you're going to get sued. But it's hard to not say that the game <laughs> wasn't inspired by well, such it's, things. It's just based on the the Japanese Taz of Yokai, which is yeah. You can like it's an older narrative for you to yeah. go well, off, which spirited away draws from. Yeah, it has like this. Is there an old lady? Uh. I don't think there is. There's an elderly man. Yeah, I was going to say there's an elderly man. Yeah. <laughs> there's a mean there's old a big, lady. There's a big, and uh, big owl fox here. Yeah, I, I don't know. But, there is yeah. a big owl. Is there a handsome boy that turns into like a dragon Well, bird they're probably thing? not going to spoil that. Spoilers. Time, so. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely has the vibes of. Is it, is it overrated? Shut the fuck up. Fuck off. Don't even. Not on this <laughs> podcast. Not even, You are not besmirching the name of Spirited Away on a second podcast or a third one. Get out of it. You're not even on What Do You Want to Watch. You're banned for doing it even on that one and you run that show. Yeah, so I feel like it's like if you like Strawberry Valley, <laughs> if you like Harvest Moon, if you like um, Animal Crossing, and then you also like Ghibli, Spirited Away, it's like check out this trailer because this is probably going to vibe with you. Um, I'm certainly keen. I really like the art style. It has like sort of warm everything has like this warm tone to it i don't know if that's makes sense but like just the general vibe it's like an autumn vibe to the whole game art style i guess is a good way to describe it but yeah totally down looks chill looks fun down for it and that is all of the well not all the indie games that you but all the ones that we've chosen to uh bring to your attention today i feel like that's a very good list of uh games and in, so in my far. opinion uh, yeah, I mean, there's maybe some we haven't seen, maybe some we've also missed and stuff like that. I hope there was um, some stuff here that if dear listeners, watchers, whatever, you're like, oh, fuck, I missed that. So that's the idea of talking about them. But yeah, there's lots of cool mm. stuff. In my opinion, there's a lot more cool stuff in that that we just told you about than in any of the other AAA <laughs> showcases for the most part. Like this, there's more games in there that I'm excited about than any of the <laughs> AAA stuff. And uh, I don't know if that's just me, but... Or it just says something about the quality of AAA games these days, but um, or just E3 this year. But yeah, there's a lot of really cool indie games, and I think I've already said this, at least off air or whatever. But yeah, if you, if you are only watching like the big E3 showcases and being like, man, E3 is such a letdown, 
you're doing it to yourself because I've been watching watching these in, indie showcases and being like, man, there's so many good games here. And then you watch the shitty fucking whatever, you know, Square Enix thing. If you, hate you go it, watch Gearbox, yeah, Gearbox or, or whatever. You're like, what the fuck is this? Then you go watch one of these indie shows. You're like, oh, video games are good again. Like <laughs> people are making oh, yeah. new and exciting things. <laughs> cool stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's just not where you are looking. So, yeah, that's good. All right. I'll do it for day two of, well, it's not really day two, our day two Whatever, our second bonus at E3 podcast. I guess it's day three. Yeah, day I think it's three. technically day three. Day three, because yeah. you count day one as yeah. the... Whatever, our second Monday bonus one. Yeah. Mm. Uh, let us know any indie games that you've seen that we may have missed or any of the ones that you're keen to check out or anything like that. Uh, you can head to our Twitters, find them all, explosion.com slash Twitter. Find our Discord, explosion.com slash Discord. And if you've been enjoying the extra E3 coverage, head on over to explosion.com slash support to donate. As little as a dollar, we would appreciate it very much to keep the uh, lights and the caffeine on throughout this week. Uh, until tomorrow, one more bonus, one more bonus arcade couch to come. We will be talking about Nintendo, of course, um, and hopefully a lot of really exciting stuff that's going to shut the fuck up, Ash. A lot of really exciting stuff that's going to come <laughs> out of Nintendo. So see you then, boy. Glad to have you with us. It's- this program I'm not going to be here to talk about. Yeah, I'm fucking thankful to be honest. That was just it. I don't really know what I even want to say with music. You got to have something to say. If anything, you're honest. And when you're honest, saying anything is something special.